Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 105, the review for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Film Focus. I'm your host, The Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And today, we're talking about that Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted 3, also known as Bill and Ted Face the Music. You know, there's a lot of ooh and ah and going up in here. Well, you know, actually, it's just coming from me. But, uh, in all honesty, I have been looking forward to seeing this film for a while now. Um, it's one of those sort of films that I was... Semi hype for, but not super hype for, because I know there's a lot of people that grew up with Bill and Ted and loved the hell out of it, and I didn't realize how big the fandom was until I really started following film in my late teens slash early twenties. And the thing is, I have memories of Bill and Ted, but not like you know super vivid memories. I mainly remember the first one, and I thought I'd seen both, but upon rewatching the older films, I realized I'd only actually seen the first one. But my memories mainly lied with the animated series. The animated series for Bill and Ted had one of the most beautifully fun intros ever. Shows from the 80s and 90s had the best animated intros for cartoons. And oh my god, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like if you look that up on YouTube, it still exists. It's just so fun. And I remember being a kid watching that like on Saturday mornings and stuff like that. It was one of my favorite things. It still sounds kick-ass. But don't watch the intro for season two though. Because the first one is great. The second one is trash. It's pretty much like the first one but without any heart and soul and no oomph. It's bloody trash. But anyway, um, before watching Bill and Ted face the music, I was like, you know what? Let me go back and re-watch the older ones. And my gosh... Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bo and the Bogus Journey as well. They are so weird and dumb and bizarre, but quite fun at the same time. There's certain things in those films that if you tried to pull that off now, it definitely wouldn't fly. But there's a wonderful dumbness about those films that you can get behind, especially if you were old enough to sort of get the vibe of that era. Bill and Ted just have like you know this wonderful friendship and they end up getting into all these sort of weird hijinks they're really dumb but you can tell that they their hearts in the right place at least when they put their minds to it anyway and I definitely think was it the first film is more enjoyable than the second both films have their sort of strengths and weaknesses they sort of balance each other out but I would say the first film is more enjoyable for me but when it comes to the new film, it's a pretty interesting journey it's been on. I swear this film has been in development for ages and during like, I think maybe between 2010 to 2018 before the film went into production, I hear about it every so often. Bill and Ted 3 might happen, Bill and Ted 3 in development, but they can't get it to, you know, they just couldn't get it off the ground. And I'm like, is this film even going to happen? And once Keanu Reeves had his sort of renaissance era with John Wick and then the subsequent sequels afterwards, people started asking me, yo, man, what's going on with Bill and Ted 3? And I'm like, we're trying to make it happen. 
it'll happen if if we really want it to but we really want to make it and then eventually when we started seeing those uh, screen grabs of the film and action I was like wow this is no longer just you know in talks it's not rumors or anything like that this is actually happening and then they finally finally released the first trailer and I was like you know what this looks like fun I'm down for this and um after watching the film a few days ago I can say that Bill and Ted Face the Music was a good time. I would say is pretty much on par with the previous films, though it has some extra little elements that make it a little bit more interesting than the previous entries. But I'll get into that when we get into the specifics. So as per usual with these reviews, we'll talk about the story, characters, presentation, and then the overall conclusion. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump in. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the plot, and it can be summed up as the following. The year is 2020, Bill and Ted are now in their adult years, but they have failed to construct the song that will unite the world. And they unfortunately get some crazy news where they get told, if they do not construct the prophesied song by a specific time period, the world, the space-time continuum as they know it, will basically go to crap. So it's up to them their daughters and a help from a few other people to basically construct this song before everything goes to crap and that is a way for me to describe this film without going into the era spoilers i thought the plot for this film was pretty good it feels very in line with what came before with the previous films and actually has some direct continuity with bogus journey in terms of the way in which that film ended and then transitions into this one so if you're like me and you watch the last two films and then watch this one it perfectly blends in the nice thing about this film is it has a very good feeling about it there are a lot of sequels that come out these days that don't happen to have that same vibe that same magic as the previous films that something gets lost in translation but clearly the director and writer behind this film knew exactly what they were doing. They were able to basically bring this franchise back from the 90s and still kept that same energy, that same flow, that same feeling. It's one of those rare cases where the sequel just feels right. So if you're a big fan of the previous two films, you'll definitely enjoy this one. The same sort of bizarre, strange, fun hilarious and you know interesting elements that just makes the Bill and Ted world so enjoyable and fun to watch is still there in spades however one thing that I didn't expect was that there was a lot more depth and heart to this film than I expected now with Bill and Ted 1 and 2 there were certainly moments of like you know heart and certain moments that you know the especially between Bill and Ted themselves for you to go like oh that's nice some nice emotional moments here and there but this film really did have a lot more emotional depth. There's a lot of quiet moments, a lot of like, you know, retrospective elements, and those parts were actually my favorites. It really allows for you as a fan, especially if you're a fan that grew up with this series, to get to this point. It allows you to look back on this franchise and see what's come before, and then sort of come to terms with a few things here and there. Seeing Bill and Ted, you know, reminisce about certain things, and then come to terms with what's happening, their morality, their friendship, and, you know, just the music making progress, and some of the other, you know, elements that come along the way. It's quite nice, and there's a lot of moments where I was just like, oh, that's really nice, that's touching. And you can see, like, these moments of uh, friendship and family and bonds between some of these other characters is really important. But beyond that, 
this film had a lot of really fun and funny moments, especially considering the time traveling elements. This film sort of takes the best aspects of the last two films, but then bumps it up to 11 with all these other sort of crazier antics. Everything is just even more bizarre and strange than um, the last two films. And I thought, you know, going from uh, Excellent Adventure to Bogus Journey, there was a transition in terms of things getting a little stranger and broader and crazier but then this film just expands that even more there's a lot more to play with and because of the uh severity of the situation these guys find themselves in uh all sorts of madness that's just fun and interesting to watch and yeah man i just i had a good time with it i think this will resonate more with people who have you know watch these films endless amounts of times and you know grew up with the films i enjoyed it enough i think in time as i you know watch these films again i probably will get more out of it but as someone who's like you know a casual fan of this series i still got a lot of uh fun out of watching the story play out all right and now it's time to talk about the cast and i think that everybody did a great job but let's start with the main men themselves alex winter and keanu reeves as bill and ted these guys are still fabulous. They haven't lost a step since the older films. Now, granted, they're a lot older now, but I feel like they've taken that on board in their performances, but still have that same youthful energy. They're still fun-loving, strange guys, but they are a little older, a little wiser now. And I think because of the severity of the situation that they're in, it allows them to be a little bit more practical, and also do a lot more crazy stuff that they wouldn't have been able to do in the previous films. And because of the time traveling elements, the fact that they get to meet these different versions of themselves and then get to play all these sort of crazy or wackier characters and flex their, you know, acting chops is really fun. But the key thing I loved about their performance was the fact that Reeves and Winter still have this beautiful energy together. And it leads to some really wonderful, especially quieter moments between the two of them, which is just like, yo, man, these guys have depth, which I wish had been shown a little bit more in the previous films. But I don't think those films were about having more emotional stuff. It was more about the crazy antics and the comedic elements, which this film still has. And these guys still have their comedic timing down pretty well. But the emotional elements was what sold me on their performances a lot more and yeah man alex winter as well i haven't really seen him in much since bill and ted but he hasn't lost a step and out of the two of them he definitely feels more like his original counterpart because he his voice hasn't dropped as much as reeves has keanu reeves now has a voice that's kind of hard not to notice and it's not a fault of his own, it's just that since Keanu Reeves has had like his renaissance era, he's sort of just stepped into roles left, right and center. So even his voice now, it's kind of hard not to hear Keanu Reeves. But yeah, man, they both did a really good job. Also, Kristen Shaw as Kelly, she was fun. I have always been a fan of her since I saw her in 30 Rock and she always has this crazy energy and I think it's also due to her voice. There's something infectious and funny about it and I don't mean in like you know ha 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 I'm actually laughing at your voice kind of thing but it's just something about her and her energy that just lends itself well to comedy and in this film she had just really good moments not only with Bill and Ted but some of the other characters and I just really enjoyed her. And then you have Bill and Ted's daughters. 
Samantha Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne as Thea and Billy. They were clearly, you know, just dudettes. Lady versions of Bill and Ted, just younger and a little bit more modernized. And I enjoyed their performances. They were fun, they were strange, but they had a good head on their shoulders and they clearly cared about their dads. And I was very happy that they had a pivotal role in seeing how the story played out. And yeah, they were fun. I really enjoyed their performances. And then there's William Sadler as the Grim Reaper. Oh my god. Again, having only seen uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey recently, I didn't know how integral he was to the story until recently. And oh my gosh, he hasn't lost a step at all, man. These guys had some of my favorite moments in the film. That same battering connectivity between those guys is still there, and Sadler is just delightful. I always enjoy seeing him in films in general, but oh my god, he was great in, um, in this film. He was just so much fun. I also quite liked Holland Taylor as the great leader. She was pretty good. And I also quite liked the fact that Kid Cudi was in this film as well. I've seen him in a handful of films here and there, and he's always been fun. But this film was the one that I got to see most of his comedic chops. He had a little more involvement in the plot than I expected, but it was a welcome one for sure. And the fact that they were even able to get a couple of the uh, actors from the previous films in this new one as well was wonderful. It was really good. There was just a nice sense of continuity within the cast and some of the new members that I haven't mentioned also did a good job as well. Alright and now it's time to talk about the presentation I think it was pretty good. Now the visual side of things was done pretty well. Obviously because of the time travel and all the crazy stuff happening with the space-time continuum it meant that the visual effects and some of the other elements had to be broadened. And so revisiting stuff like the world of time traveling, the world of the future, going back to hell, some of these places are a lot cleaner, sharper, and fancier looking than they were before, but they still feel in line with what came before. Even seeing the fancy, cleaner version of the old telephone booth that they used to travel through time was fun. And yeah, the visual effects were good. Some of the practical uh, effects and makeup stuff was really good, especially for some of the stuff that they did with the alternate versions of Bill and Ted. It was fun and it fit within the world. It didn't feel out of place. It just, again, felt like a natural expansion of what came before. And then there was the film score, which I believe was done by Mark Isham. And I think his uh, music for the film was nice. It had the right levels of emotional intent and just work for whenever it's used during the film. And the soundtrack for this film was also pretty good. Um, some of the songs were a bit cheese, but again, it fit within the world of the film. Alright, so to conclude, ladies and gentlemen, Bill and Ted Face the Music was a good time. As someone who has a casual love for this fandom, I still got a lot out of it. And again, the emotional elements and quieter moments definitely helped sell me on this film a lot more than I expected. From the trailers, I thought it was going to be a good time, but probably like something a little bit more forgettable. But there was such an attention to detail in terms of keeping the tone consistent with what came before. In terms of the humor, the strangeness, and the emotional core. But that fun element that, you know, made the previous two films great. Everybody acting-wise was on point. The callbacks and references were so good, whether it be verbal or visual. And yeah, by the time the film was done, especially with that post credit scene, which you should stick around for as well, it's really nice 
so yeah man i'd recommend it yeah you should check it out uh so yeah now it just comes to you guys ladies and gentlemen what did you think of the film did you like it did you dislike it was it everything you hoped for and more or was it you know a disappointment because there have been a few people online that said that this film wasn't as enjoyable as some critics and fans have led them to believe but yeah i'd be curious to hear what you think about it so drop me a comment in the comment section below or holler at me on twitter where i'm at hypersonic 55 or at filmfocus 55 or via the email address, the hypersonic. Oh gosh, no, that's not how you say it. Let's try it again. The hypersonic fifty five five at gmail.com. And yeah, the podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I think I got an email from Amazon, so they said that my podcast is available to be put on, you know, Amazon Music. So I applied for it to be on there. I think it's on there now. So if you listen to Amazon Music, you can check it out there. But there, that's about it. So, yeah, thanks for listening. As always, ladies and gents, I think I have another couple newer reviews on the horizon, so look forward to those when they come. So until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace.